Welcome to the original Spinsters podcast with Jess and Jaina, or Jaina and Jess, if you'd like. Hey, I think I like Jaina and Jess. Jaina? I'll let you be first, I guess. Well, you were first into the world. Yeah. So I'll go first now. All right. Seems fair. So what are we talking about today? Today, we are going to talk about Spinsters and a little bit of the origins of it since that's in the name of this podcast. Yeah, might as well bring that out early. And we've been uh, basing a lot of our future plans and uh, goals and aspirations off of becoming Spinsters. Becoming or art, have we arrived? I don't know. I think maybe we can figure that out as we exp- explore the subject more. Yes. It's kind of uh, today will be a spinsters then and now yeah. sort of kind of thing. All right. Well, I'm going to start out with the origins of the word. Some of you out there might be like, what are you talking about, spinster? What does that mean? Well, the first word time it appeared in at least print apparently was the mid-1300s, so a long-ass time ago. Way earlier than I thought. Yeah. Um, it's it's really simply an unmarried woman. I don't know if that means never having been married or was married and divorced or widowed and then be, like never remarried. That was a little, I couldn't really find a lot of detail, but an unmarried woman who pretty much plans to stay unmarried. And spinster, the actual word spinster meaning like to spin wool, spin yarn, because apparently unmarried women back in the day were fairly likely to spin wool. So they, it became known as spinsters. You did uh, also find something interesting about unmarried men, right? Well, yeah. So I wanted to know what's the difference or what would an unmarried man be called? Generally agreed upon that an unmarried man who plans to stay that way is a quote unquote confirmed bachelor. Yes. But you did find out something interesting about the origins of that word, right? A bachelor? Yeah. Yeah. I, like, I think I'm going to use this term now as opposed to bachelor in the future. Yeah, because, and I like this, so... Even, even though people will look at me like I'm stupid, but it just we don't care. We don't care about that. <laughs> uh, so that, pa- bachelor appear, appeared even before spinster, I think, like in the uh, 12th century. And back in the day, it was pronounced bashler. Like, more of a S-H sound. Okay, basically, it's a young man who uh, wanted to be a knight. So he was of noble family, noble blood. And he had uh, gained knowledge of the first step in being a knight and basically fighting, which was to bash people, literally. So he was a bachelor. Basically, he achieved the first qualification in the knighthood. Uh, you no longer have to work a regular job. He was on his way. Uh, so that was a pretty positive connotation. Um, and then as time went on, some well-to-do men didn't want to have to fight and actually be a knight. So they uh, took the term bachelor and used it in references to other um, areas of achievement, like a bachelor in law for example. Uh, Then universities picked it up, and universities way back when were taught in Latin, so they um, changed it a little bit to, I I don't know even how how to pronounce this right, baccalaureate, 
which yeah, was... I'll believe it. It was kind of like a tongue-in-cheek term because it referred to, like, the laurel crown that they would put on the winners of, like, races. So they kind of combined those things. Here we are, Bachelor. That was way too long on uh, Confirmed Bachelor. But it is interesting. So... That being said, you know, we're throwing a little bit of equal opportunity for exploration Because you can't have one without the other. What is that from? Married with children. Or or some children or not children. I mean, there's so many different directions that we can go with this. Yeah, so I wanted to throw out there, maybe get your thoughts on this. Is there a difference between being unmarried and being single? In your mind, does that elicit a difference? Unmarried or single. Unmarried or single. Does one sound worse than the other? I don't know if it sounds worse. If I say I'm unmarried, does it give the connotation that, like, then I must, you know, there's the other, or I must want the other? Well, I'm unmarried. Right. Someday I will be married because that's like a defining thing. Yeah, exactly. I I agree with that, actually. And I know that I'm not even trying to be like uber dramatic about it, but I just personally feel like whether I am married or unmarried or with somebody or not becomes less and less important about defining who I am. Yeah. Thank fucking God. Like even just (laughs) saying that right now, though, makes me realize how like good I feel about that and I'm you know and with us talking about spinsters and I know we'll talk more about it um and I'm not even saying that as somebody who knows for sure what my future holds like I've mentioned it before like I don't know if I would ever get married again but I am you know open to like falling in love it's fun it feels great I wouldn't say like block out um a wonderful person that came into my life but uh just I don't know it feels so much better not spending chunks of my day thinking about if or when I'm going to be in relationships. And I know that as progressive as I've always thought I am, there was a, you know, good years of my life where that was a main concern. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just like do way more cool things now that I (laughs) have like more space up in the old brain to like think about other stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think um, even sort of back to the term unmarried, I, and so I like words a lot and um, I'm, a, I'm a geek in that way. And I do think that words are powerful, actually. I mean, that's the way we, we define ourselves. We define the world around us by how we label it and how we like conceptualize it. So unmarried definitely sets the idea that the standard is to be married and you're, you are then on something. Yeah, you know? you're married or unmarried what what is that you know how much does that really add to who you are as Jaina yeah and like even the word and even being single so I was thinking you know when for example maybe you're applying for something or you're getting set up at a new doctor's office or you're anything at all they'll ask you know married or single and they really wonder well why do they really have to ask that What's the reason? You know, I mean, it could. They do. They ask if you have a next of kin or an emergency contact. They also ask those things. Yeah. Um, is it um, to know? I mean, maybe insurance information, but they also ask for that. So that specific thing, like that actual specific label, and um, I've created record numbers for a, a hospital, so I know it's it's its own category, like specifically. What is your marital status? Right. And I can see how obviously there's particular things that it it is relevant to. I don't know how much you want to 
get down to it. But like I always think about the vagina doctor. I share with them my status because we talk about all things, you know, sexual health related. They're going to want to know how many guests you're having. In my vagina house? Like, are you married or are you having guests? Right. (laughs) Aww. I don't think I've ever heard that before, but I really like it. I do too. I thought of this while I was in the bathroom reading an article. And this article is about, it's about Martha Washington. Who is that? Well, a lot of people (laughs) would define her as, guess what? The wife of George Washington, founder of our great American nation. Are you saying she did other cool shit? Well, it's really interesting because it's almost like I even had to, like, I caught myself just now. It's like I wanted to come right out with, oh yeah, it's the wife of. But um, there's a, apparently someone was trying to write an article about Martha. And this is a quote from that author. He says, I felt frustrated by the limited descriptions of Martha that we find in letters and which focused almost exclusively on her role as wife and mother. Biographers have tended to value her simply as a witness to a great man. Artists painted her according to the standards of the time with details one would expect to see from any woman in her position. Nothing particular, particular to this woman that's very interesting that is interesting and i think it's very telling not only about martha washington but most women in history and i dare i say women today it is and i'm sorry but i have to point this out also this is coming from a smithsonian magazine and um how do you have a take that from a doctor's office or did you do you have a subscription to that i do indeed fancy that's like even feels like a step up like i feel pretty well read like if i get national geographic Mm -hmm. so like but that even feels like a level up really i think that to this day we are we are sort of still trying to shake away from as women being defined by who we're with or who we're supporting and yeah. realizing we can actually be the leading role. Yeah. I wonder sometimes how much it's shifted over time because you and I talk about the things that we've been through in the past and maybe in like future episodes, we'll talk about like some of our personal experiences. But for me over the last few years, and I know in you and in your own like ways too, um, We've had like these big like, oh, well, shit, my life has not turned out like I thought it would, but I actually like really like who I am, even Mm -hmm. though I'm not living these current standards right now of like being married, you know, housewife, homemaker kind of stuff. And um, to me, it still feels very like a big deal from a mindset that I even had in like my 20s and at least up until like 30 or early 30s. And so sometimes I wonder like, for younger generations, is it like a big revelation to them as well, too? Or are they like, duh, we, <laughs> we didn't know that kind of stuff. Like, you don't have to be defined by a man right. or by a significant other. You know, and I know that there's probably a lot of other factors that go into it, like demographics and stuff like that. But mm. there was a while where I was thinking, like, you know, well, maybe it's just because we grew up in a still somewhat outdated time as far as, like, extremely rigid gender roles and stuff like that but you know what I think it kind of just depends I mean there's 
you know, there's pockets of maybe a little either forward thinking people as far as when it comes to that stuff, like relationship standards and societal standards. But I still think it's pretty prevalent as far as even the, the young folk and the young kids <laughs> about feeling like meaning comes from being with somebody in relationships. Right. Like even aside from the whole like men, women, married, husband, wife stuff, but just like how much meaning we pull out of being with somebody and mm-hmm. how less fulfilled are we if we're not with somebody in a standard kind of relationship like that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and that's a good point. If I can jump in that taking this beyond any sort of male female roles or what it means to be a single woman, what does it mean to be a single person? And still to this day, no matter, um, there's still so much pushes, the dating apps and there's like, we get so much, messaging still that like the goal is to have the ideal wedding and yeah picket fence all that kind of stuff so and whether you're um in a traditional relationship or um gay bisexual anything you're still supposed to quote unquote be seeking that type of companionship yeah like there's still some of that pressure there gay bisexual identify as queer like what how much pressure do they feel Mm-hmm. still to conform to traditional relationships. Mm-hmm. That's something we should look into in yeah. the future because that is interesting for sure. Well, and especially because um, not every, like it's it's new for some people to have the option of getting married at all. Right. And so now that those people, and myself included, because I don't really identify one way or another, like if I wanted to marry a woman, I could do that now and feel pretty. But do you think everyone would assume that you would want to, right? Yeah, people assume I want to. Oh, well, to you, can, and... you can get married now. You can marry, you know, your gay partner. So that's what you would want to do, of course. Right. You know, instead of going like, if you could still consider it, that it's yeah. even an option. I mean, it, it's great that it's an option. Yeah. But it, it is an expectation. And like the couple of serious relationships I had with women, I knew that that was their expectation. Absolutely. To get married, really? Oh, yeah. Like wanted it to go that direction. That's that is ideal. so... So, I mean, now does that desire and instinct just go, like, real, real deep, crawling out of the water, amoeba, mm. like... <laughs> right, because you shack up, you have that added protection of, of each s- other. Of survival. Support and survival protection. Procreation, of course. I mean, there's yeah. biological things going on there to try to keep the species going and all that kind of stuff. So what I want to know is you, if you can pull that up again... Sure. Um, you found some really interesting answers to the question of why are why are you a spinster? Yeah, so I was looking at um, this article that had asked. It was a Victor- It was a Victorian newspaper that asked why they were spinsters, and so they only printed like the best answers. So. You know, a lot of what they printed or, you know, actually ran was more of like the funny, like wittier ones. You know, I mean, I'm sure there was quite a variety of answers, but um, but it is fun to read so how quick-witted. Why do they want to be a spinster? Well, and so a lot of this is tongue-in-cheek, so I'll just read a couple of them. Um, and then just for reference, it was from an 1889 issue of tit bits magazine t-i-t dash b-i-t-s okay so one of them said um the spinster's reason 
for choosing the single life. She said, men like three cornered tarts are deceitful. They are very pleasing to the eye, but on closer acquaintanceship, prove hollow and stale. Burn! <laughs> Burn back. Burn. Burn. And it wasn't even necessarily so from like you did a little more research than I did. But when I was looking at specifically at the Victorian era, um, some women were spinsters by choice, but there was more so that like that's just kind of how life worked out for them because it was more common for women to be the caretakers of elderly relatives. That's a good point, too. So, you know, while the ones like for that were interviewed for this a magazine that I'm reading you and that gave in responses like this was all like by choice but some, for that, yeah and yeah. that would make sense some families like maybe the eldest daughter was to get married and bear children but then someone does have to stay home take care of yeah. other things and so that was sort of their expected role and while I would love to think that all spinsters were that way because they wanted to be and they're just some badass bitches yeah. um you know some of them were spinsters just because life didn't allow them to do anything else. They had yeah. duties to take care of. So another woman wrote in and she said, she's a spinster because I do not care to enlarge my menagerie of pets and I find the animal man less docile than a dog, less affectionate than a cat, and less amusing than a monkey. Ooh. Ooh. Another one said, because I have other professions open to me in which the hours are shorter, the work more agreeable, and the pay possibly better. Possibly. Uh, so, you know, these are a lot of more like little... Little jabsy. Little jabsy. Which, you know, I'm not going to lie because as a woman that has been previously married in a traditional relationship and um, has felt the brunt end of the less pleasant parts of traditional roles at home and... In work, I I appreciate the burns myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we're trying to be, you know, we're trying to be not one sided here and just explore all sides of this. But I love a good burn. <laughs> well, and it's true. I mean, as our experience of women, we're going to have be able to bring that perspective more to this podcast. But st- I mean, I like how we did touch on though um, the expectations for everyone whatever your gender or sexual orientation, there's still sort of that breathing down, you know, down your neck. What's the, what is the saying? Breathing down the back of your neck. <laughs> oh my, are you going to pull a me and say something like branching your wings right now? <laughs> Did you forget them words, sister? You, you got the establishment, <laughs> the big business that is weddings and Ugh. babies and everything just breathe. Why do you have more kids? I saw something recently that was like, I, and I did not read the article, so I'm not going to get into it too far, but like how some women were starting to perceive the question of, so when are you having kids as offensive? Like taking mm-hmm. it more as, as, as opposed to something to just like annoyingly tolerate that people ask is more right. like, no, like I'm offended that you would ask me that. Would you find that offensive? Um, no, but I do remember finding it annoying because it's like, I would like literally just had a baby and, um, you know, like holding my newborn and then when are you going to have your next one? Literally. I remember like, well, you know, just as, let me get the, you know, uh, cogs all fixed up in this baby making (laughs) machine. 
And uh, oil her on off. Vagina house working again. Um, well, I remember feeling, and I was quite young at the time when I had my first, um, but I remember, and it was a woman that asked me, and obviously she's not doing with any ill intent, but I remember feeling like my mind was just like, boggled and overwhelmed mm-hmm. because I felt like uh, like I had to check myself like oh my like is this my job like people are just like I've started having kids so now just I better just start cranking them out <laughs> like I literally kind of felt like what's going on here for a minute yeah. like is this the expectation or even asking yourself like yeah if you don't want more kids are you is that okay? Like, like, I didn't even think, like, could I could I say that? Is it even okay to say yeah. I don't want more kids? I, I And maybe this was just me personally, but I remember, like, when I first started feeling like, I don't think I want any more, like, worried that it was going to be perceived as that, like, I didn't like kids or, like, you yeah. know, just something like that. I know it sounds ridiculous probably to say out loud, but, you know, internally I contemplated this stuff. Like, yeah. and again, it's... It blows even my mind hearing myself say this stuff out loud because I've, you know, never outwardly considered myself to feel like I had to fit into norms. But, you know, like looking back on some of the years of my life, like I very much succumbed to and felt the pressure of societal mm-hmm. norms. Yeah, you absolutely. know, and yeah. to use an overused term, like I thought I was woke. <laughs> But um, guess what? If my children ever hear this, they'll just be really cringed out. <laughs> Mama's woke. <laughs> well, yeah, because they get a, you know, they look at me funny because I still say word. Oh, I say that all the time. Word up. Word. Word. All right. Well, I guess what one of the last things we can leave y'all with is I'll answer the question. You can too about. I, like, currently, I am by choice a spinster, so why am I choosing to be a spinster yes. in my mid-30s? One thing I do want to say real quick before we get into that is we're not anticipating that we're going to get a buttload of people that listen to this. But if you are listening to this, we fully admit that, like, if you want to get real technical about the definition of spinster, you know, like, yes, there is an age group, there's, you know, you've never been married, things of that nature. But we're doing this because we kind of want to redefine like that word looking forward because we feel like there's other people out there similar to us talking for people of all genders to have choices, but us being women, that's what we're speaking on is our personal experience. So I just thought I should put a little caveat in there in case, you know, because I mean, I don't know if we could Google it. I'm sure we would not qualify somehow. I mean, I'm I'm past my 30s. So, you know, I don't think technically if you want to get all Victorian about it. Well, no, that's I'm glad you threw that in there. It actually leads me into my reason. Oh, good. Go for it. It's the same answer of um, like, why are we redefining spinster for ourselves now and why am i choosing to be a spinster now because i would like to do whatever the fuck i want (laughs) whenever i want because i want to and i don't have to run it past someone else's feelings people she even leaned forward when she said that i got real intense (laughs) she really means it so but no i'm very happy um, living my own life right now. I have a lot. I don't actually feel like I have time for necessarily trying to support someone else in, in, in the bullshit. So. Well, and in all honesty, maybe we feel like we earned it a little bit because, yeah. you know. That's a good point. 
we're sitting here doing this podcast with a good number of years of, of bullshit, bullshit under our belts. You know, we've both been married and relationships and, you know, I openly acknowledge that I have had a bad habit of probably not choosing to get into the healthiest relationships, which is part of what led me to even just initially be like, you know, I'm just not going to do that for a while and see how life can be different. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I like this. Yeah. So would you say that's your answer too, basically? Uh, yeah. Same thing. Well, and um, it's been good. I think uh, I really like this one. It was good hashing some stuff out. I'm lear- even learning some things about my own spinster sister. Feelings. And we talk feelings. about the mind and the heart and the feelings. But it's beautiful out in Wisconsin. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna go for a walk. We're gonna go walk. So all you beautiful people who care, people, people who <laughs> care, we care about you too. Spinsters out. Peace. Do 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 do.